You're listening to Jock's Your Sock Song. Alright, thanks again to my wonderful kids. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 8 of Jock's Your Socks Off. I just want to apologize to everyone who has been listening to these. And I said I was going to do like a 31 Days of Horror. Um, I lost my motivation. Honestly, I felt like I couldn't do it no more. Um, I just lost it. And I'm really, really sorry to those uh, who listened and was expecting that. So I'm really fucking sorry. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about my top 15 horror movies of all time. Um, It's all these it's this list is in no particular order there are just a lot of movies i love a lot of horror movies i love and have respect for and i'm not going to place them i'm just going to go down the list and there's 15 of them so just fucking bear with me okay so coming in first is cannibal holocaust from 1980 Directed by Ruggiero Deodato. And this movie is fucking brutal. If you have not seen Cannibal Holocaust, you need to watch it. If you have a weak stomach, don't watch it. Because it's 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 a fucking hardcore movie. It's like it's almost like a found footage. You know, like they're actually in there recording this shit on like an unknown tribe. You know, and Deodato actually got brought up on murder charges from this movie because they thought it was real. They thought it was real. So it actually fucking happened. And he told the actors after he was done filming, you know, go in hiding, you know, take a vacation, you know, get off the grid. And then he got brought up on these murder charges. And then he had to tell them straight up, like, you need to come in, <laughs> tell, tell them you were actors, and tell them this is all a fucking movie. But this movie is fucking hardcore. It's so fucking hardcore. It's so hard to watch. It's, it's like, it is. It's, a, it's 1980, but it's like, it's one of them first found footage. Like, you're actually watching this shit go down. And it's so fucking brutal. Cannibal Holocaust is a really, really brutal movie to watch. So if you have the stomach to watch it, I suggest you do watch it. But if you don't, I suggest you don't. But it is, it's a really, really fucking hardcore movie. And it really, it really puts, it really, the horror genre, like, the whole cannibal horror phone footage genre it puts it in there perfectly it's a really really fucking well done movie it's really hard to watch and that what makes it one of my favorites it's just hardcore and fucking it's so hard to watch um next on my list i have trick or treat from 2007 directed by michael doherty and this is one of my favorite anthology films because the way it weaves this whole story together 
and builds this whole story together when you're watching it. It's, it's fucking incredible. You know, you're following these individual stories, but they all go together so fucking perfectly. And it's, it's fucking awesome. There's great gore in there. There's some really fucked up scenes in there that are really like, like fucked up. Um, but it's, it's a great fucking movie. It's such a great movie. Trick or Treat is such a great movie. It, it plays with your mind, you know, you know, it starts out and two people get killed, but then by the time you get to the end of the movie, it's like these people get killed at the end of the movie. Because it's all this whole interweb story. It's all woven together. And it's so fucking brilliant. And it's so fucking great. It is, it's so fucking awesome. You can say so many good things about this movie. And that's why it's on my, one of my favorite lists. Because it does that. It's scary. It holds its own. It tells this whole fucking story. It's an anthology, but it weaves every fucking story together. And that's what I love about it. Because, I mean, I love Creepshow. I love Creepshow too. I love Tales from the Crypt. I love Tales from the Dark Side. But it doesn't do what this movie did. And this movie took all those elements and weaved it into one story. And that's what I fucking love about it. It's it's a really fucking great movie. Um, next on the list is The Blair Witch Project from 1999. Directed by Eduardo Sanchez, uh, Daniel Merrick. Great fucking movie. Scary fucking movie. I saw this twice um, in the theaters. The first time I saw it was in this kind of old rundown kind of theater because it was in limited release. So they didn't release it on the big screen. So we went and saw it at this one theater, uh, me and my buddy and shit. And it was fucking scary. You know, you're sitting in this old ass theater and you're watching this movie and it was fucking scary. And you knew nothing about it. But they played it off as this whole real story that happened. This all fucking happened to these three filmmakers who went into the woods in Maryland and made this fucking documentary. And you believe that because they played on that so much. There was a website. There was all this shit saying that these were real people. This really fucking happened. And it was fucking legit. Um, yes, okay, there was a few found footage uh, movies before this. Blair Witch, 1999. There was some found footage shit before that. But Blair Witch Project opened the doors for all these found footage imitators and opened the floodgates to, to do all this shit, to do all the found footage. To where now, like, found footage movies fucking suck. Because that's all they fucking do. You can't... You can't do a found footage movie nowadays without comparing it to the Blair Witch Project. And it was fucking creepy. I spent a lot of time in the woods. And you... Just the woods are have their own fucking eerie vibe about them. But then, you know, it's... 
it it was fucked up, man. I loved this movie when I saw it. You know, like I said, we saw it, you know, before, like, the huge release. And it fucking blew our fucking minds. It's like, this is a great fucking movie. Great scary movie. It was scary. It was fucking scary. There are some creepy-ass fucking parts on that. And Blair Witch Project will always have a special place in my heart. Because it was one of those that, you know, it, it redefined a genre. You have a whole genre now of found footage movies thanks to the Blair Witch Project. And yes, there was ones before that. But this one, it fucking set it off. Um, coming in next is The Fly from 1986. Uh, the remake of The Fly by David Cronenberg. And this movie is fucked up. If you think about it, it's it's so fucked up. This dude's transformation from a human into this fly creature. And the creature design was so fucking brilliant. And everything that happened, you know, when he started to, you know, transform into this fly, it, it's, it's fucking brutal. It's like you feel sorry for this dude. You feel far, sorry for Seth Brendel. He... He, it, it's fucked up. He deteriorates and he transforms into a fucking monster. And it's so fucking scary. So fucking scary. Great effects on this movie. Fucking top-notch effects on this movie. Uh, Cronenberg did a great job directing this movie. Um, It's one of those uh, remakes that are better than the original. And it's it's so fucked up. You just think about it, and it's it's fucked up. Like, this dude's, like, doing these experiments. He fucking uh, transforms into a fly because there was one in there with him and stuff. And it's just fucked up. It's, it's a sad tale, if you think about it. You know, he, in the end, he wants Gina Davis's character to kill him. Because he can't do this no more. He can't fucking do it. He don't want to live like a fucking monster. And it's it's a great fucking movie. It's great effects. And it's a, it's a top-notch movie. And I really love uh, The Fly from 1986. So next on the list is Psycho. 1960. Directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, which a lot of people will grant the, uh, you know, the godfather of the slasher film. You got Norman Bates, who is fucked up. And Norman Bates was, uh, uh, based on, you know, the crimes of Ed Gein. Who did his crimes and shit. You know he had mother issues. And all this other shit. So Psycho was kind of based on that. But. It's. It's a great fucking tale. Uh, Psycho is a great movie. Um, aside from the whole. You know mother issue and shit. You know it's. It's a great fucking story. You know you had the. The starring role. Of. You know, Marion Crane, who is Janet Lee. So you think she gets away with her money and shit and she's going to survive. But then she gets killed by Norman Bates' 
quote unquote mother in the shower. And Norman doesn't have any quips about this. He wasn't there for the money. He didn't know about the money. All he knew was like, okay, his mother was jealous and she had to fucking die. And it's so fucking like, holy fucking shit. Like this main character of the movie can die in a movie. The main character can fucking die. And that's what Psycho did. And just brought on that that mentality of, like, the multiple personality, the fucked up mind to make you think you're someone who you're not. As Norman did. And Norman's fucked up, you know. It's, there's no two ways about it. Norman is fucked up. He has a fucked up mentality. His mind is fucked up. And then you come to find out in sequels that he actually killed his mother and everything and just has her up there. He's he he realistically was in love with his mother. And for that he had to kill her, but he couldn't let her die. She had to fucking stay alive. And Psycho, you know, a lot of people credit Psycho as like the first slasher, which I kind of agree with. Uh, 1960, it's, it fucking hit you. It hit you so hard when you're watching that film. And then Marion Crane, the main character, gets killed in the shower, you know, with without no, uh, no motivation, no, you know, with nothing. He, he, he kills her, you know, for his own pleasure and because his mother is fucking jealous. Uh, brings us to our next movie, Alien, nineteen seventy nine. Ridley Scott's fucking masterpiece of Alien. A lot of people call it a sci fi movie. I would call it a horror movie with sci fi elements. This movie is fucking great. I love Ridley Scott's Alien movie. This, it's one of my favorite movies ever. It's so fucking great. It's it's scary. It's suspenseful. The music. The fucking tension. It's so fucking great. I can't say enough things about Alien from 1979 or Ridley Scott. Ridley fucking knocked it out of the park with this fucking movie. He really, really fucking did. And I love Alien to death. I watch it all the fucking time. I do. I watch it all the time. If I can't find nothing to watch, you know, amongst my collection and shit like that, I'll throw an alien. And it's so fucking good. You know, written by Dan O'Bannon. Um, just a great fucking movie. It's shocking. It's scary. It is a fucking horror movie. You know, you can say, oh, it's sci-fi because it's set in space and shit like that. No. This is a fucking horror movie through and through, and it's one of the greatest fucking ever. It's one of the greatest ever. I fucking love Ridley Scott. I love Alien. This movie is fucking top notch, and you can't really top it, you know. So if you have not, if you haven't seen Alien, I don't know what the fuck is your problem. 1979. It's such a great fucking movie. It. You know, it's such a great movie. Whether you watch the theatrical cut 
director's cut, anything like that. It's it's such a great fucking movie, and I love it to death. I it's yeah definitely one of my fucking top, you know because of that. Uh, coming in next, Friday the Thirteenth from nineteen eighty, directed by Sean Cunningham. Great fucking movie. Um, it takes the whole slasher thing to another level, I think. Um, that set the way from Halloween did in 1978, Halloween did. And then you, so you have Friday the 13th and which is basically Halloween, but you're at a fucking summer camp and you have this unknown killer until the end. And uh, Friday the 13th is, it's a seminal movie. It, it really opened the gates, you know, uh, Halloween, really opened the gates again for the slasher genre and then Friday the 13th opened it back up to say hey we're fucking here we're gonna do this shit and then Friday the 13th had so many fucking rip-offs after that you know it it uh it inspired a lot of fucking people after that you know the burning sleepaway camp you know, all these fucking slasher movies that came along after that in the 80s. And Friday the 13th is great. It's, I honestly like Friday the 13th Part 2 better than Friday the 13th 1. But 1 just sets it up. You know, it's it's somebody who you don't expect. Like, who you know, who are you? Is what Alice says. And Mrs. Voorhees, oh, I'm a friend of the Christie's. And, you know, it's... She fucking kills everybody. You know, because of Jason drowned, you know, years and years ago and shit. And it's a fucked up premise. It's a fucked up premise. It is a great fucking movie. It hits it. Hits it and there was a lot of imitators after that. That fucking, you know, kind of paved the way for a lot of mediocre fucking slashers after that. There was a ton of slashers come 1980. And that's what kind of ushered in the whole slasher craze of the 80s and shit. So a lot of people say, you know, Halloween got it going. And I believe Halloween got it going. But then a lot of people say, oh, Friday the 13th got it going. And, you know, they kind of went from there with the campiness and the, the the way it's shot and shit like that. But I don't know how much of that I believe. Brings me to my next on the list is Frankenstein. 1931. 19, fucking 1931. Directed by James Whale. Frankenstein is the classic seminal fucking horror movie. It is. Because, you, got, you know, you got Mr. Frankenstein who's digging up graves, who's robbing graves, you know, taking people down from the gallows to make this fucking person, to put this person together. So it's just a fucked up tale of bringing dead bodies back to life and shit and 
It's fucking scary. It is. It's one of my favorite horror movies. One of the oldest fucking movies on my list. 1931. And I will always love Frankenstein. Uh, just because of those facts. It's it's a great fucking horror movie. I fucking love it. They did a really, really fucking good job with that movie. Coming up next on my list is Night of the Living Dead. From 1968. Directed by George Romero. And... You can't talk about zombie movies without mentioning Night of the Living Dead. And, you know, there's, like, backstory about this whole movie. Like, it's a... It's, like, a correlation with the shit that was going on in those times. There were, you know, Vietnam was going on. And all this other shit. But... You can't deny... The power of Night of the Living Dead from 1968. It's it's the seminal zombie movie. One of the seminal horror movies of our time. And Romero did a fucking great job. You know, it's people trapped. And they can't get out. And they're surrounded by these living dead. And it's 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 fucked up. It's a really, really fucked up movie when you come down and think about it. And there's no way out. There's fucking no way out. You know, and it's 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 seminal. I don't know what the fuck to say about Night of the Living Dead. All you can say is like Night of the Living Dead from sixty-eight and people will know what you're talking about. They know what the fuck is going on. And it's, for that reason, it's one of those movies that will forever change the way of American cinema. And it has. They give you the blueprint of these zombies. They give you the fucking laydown. What's it from? Is it nuclear? Is it fucking alien? Is it fucking whatever? What What is turning these corpses into walking dead and it's fucking scary so for that fucking matter it's that's one of my top fucking movies you can't top night of the living dead uh no matter what you try to fucking do honestly you can't you can't fucking top it um so next on my list i have halloween three season of the witch uh from 1982 Directed by Tommy Lee Wallace. He wrote it as well. Produced by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Uh, Tommy Lee Wallace was responsible for design, set design in Halloween. He was involved in uh, the very first Halloween. So he knew what the fuck was going on. And to me, Halloween 3... A lot of people shit on this fucking movie because, oh, it doesn't have Michael Myers. But if you knew the whole fucking deal, which was which went on with Halloween and subsequent sequels, they were trying to do like an anthology thing. So after Halloween 2, they wanted to do like carry on the tradition of Halloween tales. 
and not have Michael Myers. One and two had Michael Myers. Boom, he's fucking died in the second one. Three, they did this. You know, they wanted to have... So every movie they would deal with some aspect of Halloween. And Halloween 3, to me, is a lot scarier than Halloween 1 and 2, which has just this mass killer, you know, fucking stalking and slashing people. Because Halloween 3, it, it, it dives deeper. You know, you're into this whole fucking mythology of the Irish shit going on and they want to fucking kill all these children and shit on Halloween and that that's so much fucking scarier I think than a guy in a fucking mask so Halloween 3 is a great fucking standalone movie I hate everyone who hates Halloween 3 because they're like oh there's no Michael Myers you know, but you have this younger group of people who are just finding out about all this shit. And Halloween 3 is fucking scary. Because it has to deal with all this shit. This Celtic whole fucking thing. Stonehenge and all these magical powers that are going to kill fucking thousands if not millions of kids on Halloween. Because they're wearing their masks. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up when you stop to think about it. And that's why I love Halloween 3. It's It totally flips the script. It's 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 more fucked up. You know, this dude's trying to kill all these fucking children across the fucking land. And it's, it's fucked up, you know, for the sacrifice and all this shit, you know. And there's androids and there's, you know, the whole kind of horror sci-fi shit going on. Halloween 3 is a great fucking movie. And if you don't think so, fuck you. Eat my fucking dick. Because it's such a great fucking movie. It's such a great movie. If you put aside all the fucking, oh, Michael Myers is not in it. People who say that do not know the whole fucking story. They don't know that they wanted to turn this into like an anthology. Like every fucking year, there will be a different story that involved Halloween Day and shit. And that's what made it so fucking great. And it was a fucking great movie. I love Halloween 3. A lot of people don't because they fucking suck. And they don't think about Halloween as this whole fucking thing. But for me, it's fucking great. It's it's, it's fucking awesome. Halloween 3 is more scarier to me than Halloween 1 and 2. Because it doesn't have to do with one person with a fucking knife trying to kill you. It's these fucking... This guy and these androids who are trying to kill fucking millions of people... On the fucking earth. And that's more fucking scary than it is Halloween 1 and 2. So my next movie coming in is The Others. From 2001. Directed by Alejandro Amenabar. Alejandro Amenabar. And The Others is a great fucking movie. It is suspenseful. Um, The twist ending you do not see coming at all. 
It's beautifully shot. Beautiful scenes. Great acting. Especially on the part of Nicole Kidman. She does a great fucking job. And it's just a, it's a really, really good ghost story. Really, really good haunted house slash ghost story. I love the others. I love the music with uh, Alejandro did the music as well. He was a director. Just beautifully shot. Really great acted movie, you know, thanks to Nicole Kidman. And just a great fucking movie. And it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorite horror movies. And every time I watch it, it's like something different. You know, it's, you see something different. You've experienced something different. And it's, it's just fucking great. Just the way it's shot. And the way the actors portray themselves and it's it's hard to describe but it's a really really fucking great horror movie and it's one of my favorites so if you haven't seen the others from 2001 i suggest you go fucking watch it because it's a really really great fucking movie it's one of my favorites i go back to it now and then and just everything just the way it's shot the way it's directed the music the acting, it's fucking top-notch. It's just top-notch. And I really love that fucking movie. And the twist at the end fucking gets you. And it's so fucking great. It is so great. It's, it's such a great fucking movie. So I suggest you go fucking see uh, The Others from 2001. So next on my list is... Hold on a sec. Next on my list is Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. And this fucking movie, you can't you can't say enough about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It it it's fucking awesome if you're a horror fan. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking basically flawless. So <clears throat> You know, it's it's a movie that it's it's hard for me to watch personally. Like if I'm here alone and I try to watch Tex Chainsaw, it's a hard fucking movie to watch. It's real. It feels fucking real. It feels like a found footage. It feels like you're watching this in real time. Just the way it was shot. Directed by Toby Hooper. Who did a fucking excellent job. This is 1974. 1974. Which was a long fucking time ago. And it's so fucking dope. It is. It's one of the hardcore fucking movies. You know. Um, kind of. Uh, in the vein of. Uh, it was inspired by Egg Gain. Too. Who. Would do all this shit, you know. He'd fucking uh, grave rob and mutilate corpses and make faces, face masks and fucking lampshades and nipple belts and body suits out of all these people he fucking dug up. And it's fucked up. It's seriously fucking fucked up. 
if you think about it. You know, you think about Ed Gain and all this shit. But it's so fucking real. It's so fucking scary. This is one of the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. Like, I cannot sit here as a 43-year-old male and watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre by myself. Because it's fucking scary. It's so fucking scary. So fucking scary. Right? Um, And that was... That's what makes it great. It's a great fucking movie. It's one of the most horrific movies ever to come out. Toby Hooper did a great fucking job. Gunnar Hansen did a great job as Leatherface. Everyone did a fucking great job. And I give props to all of them. Especially knowing the conditions that they filmed this whole fucking movie under. You know, hot as shit. Smelled bad. Um, and just everything they fucking did. And I give a lot of respect to, uh, Texas Chainsaw 74 because it's a fucking classic. It's fucking like, it's untouchable. It's untouchable. What's your favorite scary movie? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's so fucking real. It's, it feels so fucking real. It's like, Almost like a phone footage, like you're watching this shit happen. And it's so fucking scary. You know, to the point where it fucks with your psyche. And then you can't fucking watch it no more. Because it's it's so fucking real. So next on the list, we're down to the three here. Next on the list is Scream. 1996. And this movie... Kicked open the fucking floodgates of the modern slasher area. Um, had a lot of fucking, had a lot of imitators after this. Uh, Urban Legend, Valentine, I Know What You Did Last Summer. Shit like that, that followed in the coattails of Scream. So Scream came out and it kicked you in the fucking face. Of the slasher genre, which was gone for like a fucking long time because people started to lose fucking faith in them. You know, you got fucking Friday 13, 7, 8, all this other shit. Freddy became a fucking joke. And Scream came out and it kicked you in the fucking nuts. It Scream kicked you in the fucking nuts. And it was a jump that you fucking needed, which propelled it so fucking high and I saw Scream four times in the theater during its initial runtime. It came out in December 1996 came out in December 1996 and it was still showing May of 1996 so it 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 fucking it Kicked me in the ass and kind of reprised my love for the whole fucking horror genre and the whole slasher genre. And I watched a lot of movies growing up. You know, we rented a lot of fucking horror movies. I really, really remember uh, uh, Friday 13th Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan. We rented that a lot of fucking times. And 
But this, it's like, it scared the fuck out of me, man. I remember buying a three-pack from Blockbuster Video. It was like a trilogy. It was Halloween 1, 2, and 3. And I was scared to fucking watch all those movies. And then fucking Scream came out. And it's like, it it jumped that whole fucking genre. It, Scream really made a fucking impact. And people who know me know that I love Scream. Wes Craven is a fucking genius. Kevin Williamson's writing is fucking genius. Just a great fucking movie. And that's what kicked it in the ass. To have all these fucking imitators after Scream in 96. That did that. And that's what it fucking did. Scream opened the fucking floodgates for horror movies, for slasher movies to come along after that. You know, Urban Legend. I know we did last summer. Valentine. Fucking whatever fucking movies came out. You know, the studios were down to fucking do that. Because Scream opened that shit up. And Scream was such a fucking great movie. I saw Scream five times in the fucking theater. Honestly, I saw it five times in the theater. From December to May when it was in theaters. I saw that shit five times. And it really changed my fucking life. And I... Fucking love it. And everyone that knows me knows I love it. I have shit all over my apartment. I have scream masks. I have the scream costume. All this other shit. Just a great fucking movie that fucking sparked it back up, you know. And Wes Craven and Kevin Williamson brought it back. They fucking brought it back. Um... Which was lacking for so many fucking years, you know. You go to the 80s and it's all sequels and shit. And it's like, they fucking suck. 96, boom, scream. Woo! Fucking, fucking horror shit. You know, fucking horror movie again. Horror slasher shit again. And scream fucking brought it back. And that was so fucking great. So fucking great. Um, next on the list is Halloween from 1978, directed by John Carpenter, you know, written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, produced by them as well, and you can't say enough about Halloween from 1978. Oh, fuck, man, just the way it was shot, you know, they have that, the whole killer... POV, the whole killer point of view in the beginning. And it may have come before that, but Carpenter, Carpenter fucking did it, man. Carpenter did it. And he did this whole fucking movie, which is so fucking mysterious and so like hardcore. And you barely see any fucking blood in this whole fucking movie. The only blood you see really in this movie is when Michael kills his sister in the beginning and you see some blood on her and Sandy Johnson. He kills Sandy Johnson and that's all you fucking see really throughout this whole fucking movie. There's not a ton of blood 
is shot beautifully. The fucking wide angle shit, you know, the just the beautiful fucking wide angles, the fucking killer POV. And Halloween, you can't say enough about this shit. You cannot say enough about it. It's like the granddaddy. And people will say, oh, fucking uh, Black Christmas, which came out like four years before this, did that shit too. But you can't deny the impact that Halloween had on the genre, on fucking everything. It's, it's, It's fucking unreal. John Carpenter is a fucking genius. And... If I had been doing a John Carpenter list on this, dude, I would have had fucking 10 fucking Carpenter movies on this because I love John Carpenter. I love the way he directs. I love his music. The fucking music in Halloween, the fucking music just fucking turns you out. Like, the music is scary as fuck. You don't have to watch the movie, but if you sit there and listen to the fucking music... It's fucking haunting. It's fucking ridiculous. And John Carpenter did that shit. He played such a fucking great role in doing the music and shit for for Halloween and stuff. And Halloween would always be a seminal classic with a lot of fucking people. Big time. And a lot of people will hate it because they don't fucking like Halloween. But Halloween is such a great fucking movie. It's like, it's on the top of one of my favorite movies of all time. One of my favorite horror movies of all time. It's fucking top notch. Carpenter did such a great fucking job with his camera work and everything else. So, brings us to our 15th uh, movie on the list. The Thing. From 1982. And the thing is dope. It's it's another Carpenter directed movie. And I don't know, man. This movie is it's 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 scary. It's a great sci-fi slash horror movie. You don't know who the fuck is who. So the thing is The thing is that. The thing is that. It's a great fucking movie. You can't put who's who in that fucking movie. And once shit starts going down, it's fucking ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous. It's fucking heart-wrenching. It's fucking like, what the fuck am I watching? Um, Rob Oteen did a great fucking job of the effects on that movie. Just a just fucking spectacular and then once shit starts to happen it's like you get this feeling in your stomach it's like holy shit you know you get this feeling watching this movie like anybody could be this fucking alien and it's fucking ridiculous and it's it's a good feeling though because you know, I've watched this movie so many fucking times. I know what's going to happen. But just the music and the direction and all the shit that goes down, it's like, holy shit, that plays a big part. Like, 
with my feelings. Like, what the fuck is going on? You know, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable when this dog starts to mutate and grow into this fucking alien creature fucking thing. You don't know what the fuck it is. It's it's fucking unbelievable. And you're thinking that the whole time. Like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? This thing is doing this. It's mutating into this fucking creature. You know, what the fuck are we going to do? So, the thing, man, 1982, that's like one of my last movies on this list. I have 15 movies on this list. And they're all my favorite horror movies. Um, you want to agree, you want to disagree with me, let me know. This is probably one of the last, uh, jocks your socks off I'm going to do for a long time. So just let me know. Um, this is my top 15 horror movies of all time. And they're scary as fuck to me in different reasons. If they're not to you, fine. But just hear me out. And uh, hear out my list and shit. So. Alright. I'm about to go. Jocks your socks off. Thank you very much for listening. We'll probably see you in the future. Okay. Alright. Bye.